podcast. Blurgoth, Blurgoth, he's our man. If he can't do it, fuck. I regret, I regret what I just did. Just so you know. <laughs> you know what you don't see either in the abyss or you know, hell? Janitors. They have no fucking janitors there. Who? <laughs> <laughs> it's the wacky wave waving in front of the wall. Really hard and, and, not and, to and look and at movies and the nipple and like he's this <laughs> stubble. Why is it glistening, guys? Why is it glistening? Baby. Welcome to another episode of Outside the Stat Block. I am Ben. Jesse is naked yet again. No, I'm not naked. You're close enough. I mean, waist up. And baby oil. We've talked about this. Everybody uses Half naked, baby half oil. afraid. That's what Jesse says. Yeah. I'm all afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I am Chris. I am 100% afraid. This has been going on far too long. Somehow, still their prisoner. Why am I not dead yet? You know, I mean, eventually, uh, we're going to release you. You know that. Right? I don't like, believe you. We're going to start, you know, the better and better. Do The more and more you behave, the more, like benefits you're gonna get like this i'll do you want a blanket for your bed this may get to the point of some meta commentary but i think by the end of this i'm gonna wind up with fucking stockholm syndrome i might actually like you people yeah no that's what i'm banging on is you're gonna love me as much as i love you christopher okay (laughs) you know what i do have a request can i get a lock for my cell please on the inside inside? (laughs) (laughs) ah that's a no yeah, how are we gonna get in, how are we gonna get in to drop off your gruel in the morning? That's what the sliding door is for. Mm, we'll have to get smaller bowls to fit through there, I guess. But yeah, no, I, I guess that I guess we could do. Sorry, right, I'm fat. You don't need to feed me that much. I got plenty extra. Speaking of being malnourished and abused, how are you today? <laughs> Those things. Malnourished and abused. Great. Jesse oh, looks like man. he's feeling really Kidnapping good. Kidnapping is hilarious. <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, what? Sometimes. Only when you're the kidnapper, though. Jesus. <laughs> or you're a boss and you just recently learned the phrase mandatory overtime. Yeah. Well, effectively. Would that be kidnapping or hijacking? I don't see. I don't know, but either way, I'm I don't. stretching my shoulder. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. That's yeah, fine. no, this Leave is this is legitimately medical. Mm. <laughs> it's fucking sore, man. I went ham today, bruh. Yeah. I mean you just slept yeah. on that shoulder all day today and now it's it's gonna hurt and I mean, you should really stop taking naps at work. No, I actually actually did uh, like probably around 18 hours worth of work in about seven. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he fucking slammed through some shit today. Thank you, Chris. Ass hauling, huh? I tried. Busting it out. Nice. I was really trying. Uh, maybe that's why you're not going to have any overtime. <laughs> we should stretch yeah, no, that shit out a little bit. Yeah. Milk it a little. <laughs> yeah, he just he tanked through like almost 600 parts. I'm about to start like 600 parts. Yeah. We're like, we wish we had some overtime, but he and I are over there doing like two days worth of work in like half a day. Yeah. So maybe it's our fault. Who knows? Maybe it was just a day because like overall, as far as production go, like I was pretty productive today. Like I smoked all of the other cooks in the kitchen. As uh, I mean, besides I really the ones thought that, you were gonna say I smoked weed and somehow managed to be productive. No, but I can do that within limitation. I don't do it if I'm morning shift. I don't do it if I'm night shift. It's nap we'll time. See. <laughs> we'll see if night shift. <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, no, pr- pr- for a morning shift, it is way too many. It's way too busy. I have to cook way too many eggs. I will mix up so many over easies and over hards. It's just, That's, it's not yeah. going to be even possible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, sounds like we had a fairly productive day between yeah. the three of us. Pretty yeah. productive. Let's see if we can translate that to this podcast. Maybe. My, uh, my faith is strong today. We're not gonna, because I'm also sad, and I don't know why. Oh. I'm not sad. I'm just like got a lot on the mind like like seasonal affective disorder or i don't know what's that what's that thing when you get like stuck in the house that cooped up throughout winter that that thing oh fuck bitches get money that's crazy stir crazy oh yes whoops never mind the thing i said well i won't be stir crazy anymore because i can just get money and fuck bitches right according to jesse yeah no yo i got you bro (laughs) <laughs> no, I appreciate the help. I just need to find one, both of those things. Yeah. <laughs> Preferably to, at the same time. I, yeah. have to, I have to make sure the one doesn't require me to pay the other. So uh, I got to find that nice happy balance. Is it like 60-40? Bitches to money. I don't know. Do I let... I mean, in maybe I just... I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I was gonna I was gonna say a thing, but it's not say the great. Thing. No. Say the thing. Say the thing. We have editors. Tell me the thing. Me. You have me. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say, in my experience, you don't actually need money. You just need to look like you have money. That's why I have exactly see, one nice suit. You see, that's why I was growing my hair out too, but Jesse said I looked dumb with a braid, and he also told me my hair was thinning. So I can't no, just look like I have it's money. It's not thinning. It's just not as thick on the top of your head as the side. <laughs> Which I think is what they call no, thinning. No, that's not what I meant. Uh, you're a very handsome I have a man. fade. What do you mean? <laughs> it's not as thick. The last time I got a haircut, I didn't cut the top of my head. I just cut the sides. All the way down. All the way down. All the way down. I say it slower while All looking at, into my eyes. All the way down. <laughs> Oh, man, I hated that noise I made. <laughs> Absolutely magical. I'm Thanks, also guys. Like, and also, since we played your, uh, since we did our character descriptions in your Latin, your Tuesday game, oh. like, I can't stop picturing, <laughs> like, when I'm visualizing scenes in your game now, I'm visualizing them as, like, actual environments and everything that's going on. Yeah. And all the creatures look, like, real and normal. And you look like I a posh look like Super a fucking Saiyan. anime character. So I just picture my dumbass running around like a 2D cartoon in this 3D environmental Dude, okay, world. okay, but same. So, like, same. Like, the whole thing just seems really... And I hate fucking anime. I don't know why I look like this. Yeah, I don't... I don't like anime. I'm an Asimar with short, like, silver hair with a vest and a button-up You're shirt a- underneath. I'm, like... Of anime business, you're a posh super saiyan with a magnifying glass. You are a posh super saiyan. A posh, uh, what does like posh spice? Like, what's what's posh? It is a a description of like the physical appearance. Like, you dress very nicely. Ah, yes, I am an upscale super saiyan. Correct is what you're saying. Yes. Yes. So, um, we had just defeated the goblins. Yeah. When we go to kill that bugbear, I can kamehameha. Is that what you're telling me? That's eventually. that's up to him. That's a higher level shit. Are we going to get there? Will I be able to do it eventually? Uh, we'll see what I have for you. Hmm. I'm intrigued. Uh, you got to get by Frieza first. Yeah. It's, it's supposed, just, it's supposed to be the end of the arc, but Dra- they're going to... Dragon Ball Z references. 
Thank, thank just, you. Thank you for that. You just ruined this whole podcast for all of our DBZ fan base. Why? I don't know. They just laughed at DBZ for him. I fucking loved that show. Yeah, when no, I was it was like, pretty baller. <laughs> it was pretty good. I actually also, still have the fucking one of the uh, seasons in my bedroom that I just don't watch that I got once because I was like, oh, I fucking love that season. I think I watched it once like 12 years ago. It was pretty good. I don't like how the fact that they just uh, turn based to yell at each other. It's, yeah. It is uh, turn based yelling until they fight. Yeah. So when I was a kid, I watched that every Saturday morning, back to back, two episodes. And that's how I watched like the first three seasons. And holy fucking shit, does that show move like staggeringly like slow? Snail. If yeah. you eliminated all of the yelling in that game, you would have one episode of four minutes. Yeah, in that game, yeah. That movie. There strange. are games, and the games suck. They do suck. Yeah. Which Combat's is, better. That, it really made me sad when I played it, and I was just like, oh, this is just Mortal Kombat with DBZ characters. Okay. Yeah. Can you make... Hey, this is... Welcome to Tabletop Talk. Can you make DBZ characters in... D&D. Absolutely. Absolutely. They have, what would it be? They have a, uh, a Saiyan. Um, the, isn't it one of the monks? Was it the way of the four elements? Nope. No, that, that's like Sun the, Soul. The Sun, Sun Soul. Soul, yes. You get you shoot your radiant energy blasts out of your hands. And like, I'm sure there's probably some real cool lore deep in the, you know, in the archives of what the Sun Soul monks actually are. Right. But I read through that entire subclass and I was like, Saiyans, this yes. is a DBZ character. Yep. Is that's it, what I, is it that's statted, what I thought Is too. it statted like, or are the abilities like appropriate? Are they pretty dope? Yeah. You lit, no, at your, so at third level, when you get the, um, uh, subclass. Your first subclass feature lets you, instead of uh, making a melee attack, you can make a ranged spell attack using a radiant sunbolt that is just your key manifested into physical form that you throw at people, which is exactly what they are yep. in Dragon Ball Z. And I think later you get the ability to just make a bigger one, which is basically just like a spirit bomb. Yeah, I guess. And I mean right? the original, yep. the original Dragon Ball before he could actually like just straight up fly from DBZ. Yeah, he would uh, the Cloud Nimbus. Right, he would use that, but without that, he was just super fast. Yep. Monks, he could run on water. Monks, monks. <laughs> like he was, he could run up the side he had of proficiency with a with a pole staff weapon. <laughs> yep, he had monks. a tail. Monks. He could he could run <laughs> up the, he could run up a cliff. He tail. Yeah, he had a tail. No, no, that what is, what a is the feature? What, what does a tail have to do with being a monk? All monks have tails. I, yeah. No, you grow it at level 10. I, I missed that It increases that part. your dex by two because it may balance, makes you more, you know, you can and, balance better. And if your DM is gracious enough, uh, once every uh, full moon, you can turn into this giant ape-like creature, which is very <laughs> The cool. Gorgilla Ape-Man? Yes. Oh, damn it. <laughs> why, why is this us? Why are we the Gorgillan people? <laughs> But it, but when you turn, you're super docile, and you got to RP that right. Magilla Gorgilla. Magilla Gorgilla. <laughs> Krillin Gorgillan. <laughs> Dude, I didn't even know you were a fan. Huh? Krillin. Yeah, Krillin, the short, bald guy. Yes. Yeah. Krillin, He's the, the halfling the way of the Sun Soul Monk. Yeah. Right, right. He does not have a tail. He just has six dots on his head. Like, uh, his head is the Dragon Ball. Right, I always thought that one. as a kid. Yeah, really? No, yeah, yeah no. Why? Uh, what worth the dot? And then you have that stupid one, Yamcha, whoever that guy is, dead. He died <laughs> a lot. Good. Yeah. Happy, happy for yeah. that. The best one has to be 
Like Vegeta, right? Vegeta's got to be the best Vegeta's one. a badass. I mean, I'm uh, like I'm classic. I like Gohan. I don't I don't have opinions that strong, which is strange for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Boo was sick. Yeah, Boo was an awesome fucking character. Fat, so, wait, Fat Boo, Little Boo. Uh, fat, Why? Fat yeah. Boo. Fat all, Boo. All okay. day, man. All day. So not that I don't love reminiscing about the shows okay, of my yeah. childhood. No shit, but right? I think this podcast is about Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> right. So when you make your halfling way of the sun soul monk and you reach level 10 and you get your tail and you uh-huh. shave your head because you're like Krillin, you're going to need to eventually perform the Kamehameha, right? It's going to have to happen. Yeah. So when you do that, you're going to need to pull... Would you get spellcasting? You would have to have spellcasting, right? It will... We gotta give monks magic. But it'd be a a very specific... Okay, so like a uh, cleric or a paladin uses that divine magic, you know, that they get from a deity. So it'd it'd have to be this very specific chi magic, or in monk's case... The key. 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 Uh, that is a something that comes from within, yeah. and you can expel or expend certain amount of keys in order to do this giant fucking. So, wave. at what point does key cross over with something like the sorcerer's innate ability to to produce magic, like sorcery points type deal? Well, because like so. Uh, oh, use, with their innate ability. Yeah, like yeah, using yeah, so using the monk spells. as an example, because you've got like the way of the four elements. They call upon that key to produce what what mechanically is like spell effects that are just spells that sorcerers can also do via their own innate spell casting. So, like, so this is what you do: you just take a sorcerer template, mm-hmm. and then you just give it the archetype way of the sun soul. That's all you do. I a way of the sun soul. Sorcerer. So now you have a sorcerer who has spell slots, has key, can use all of the Sun Soul abilities, shoot all these balls out. It's just a magic generating machine. I think this is why we aren't game designers, guys. See, I I consider sorcerers in um, the the Saiyans that we were just describing, uh, or the you know the monks, right? Um, If the monks had magic like abilities. Compared to sorcerers, I see them as way different in in my head. Um, one in which can use the forces uh, around them to manipulate them and create devastating magical effects. And the other one is using this energy, this natural energy from within to expel the these powerful blasts you see what i'm saying yeah so like like the monk the monk's power is all internal it's all internal but something like a sorcerer they just possess the ability to manipulate the magics that exist externally. Correct. Yeah. That. Well, I can't say correct, but that's how that's I'm the way seeing that, yeah, it yeah, in yeah, my yeah, mind. I got that's you. how I'm so interpreting it. Where do wizards come in then? Um, <clears throat> see, wizards learn the capability to manipulate okay. the worldly. No, they, no, they, what? No, they hop on a train. And they go to this castle to learn it. Oh, yes. yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Blogforts, the school and they get of yelled at. Smitchcraft and witchery. And someone lets a. <laughs> <laughs> <That's so good. laughs> and someone lets a fucking troll in the bathroom and they break the goddamn toilets. It's like being a wizard sucks. Oh, man. Who's in there dropping a deuce? Giant fucking troll comes in, smashes your toilet. You're trying to study your cantrips. It's not going well. 
You gotta learn. Just do. Are you? Oh, he's going Megaton. No, Did we I, say the word? No. We're not. No. So, okay, guys, we no. have a word that we're not allowed okay, to say I have right to now. Say, I have to tell a terrible joke that it. we're going to delete. Okay, if you're just joining us after this uh, short little uh, brief one-second intermission, because we just edited that shit out, uh, Chris made a really... A joke. <laughs> Chris made a joke. And it's not appropriate for your virgin ears. It wasn't appropriate so welcome for my back mouth to the either. normal bullshit <laughs> that we're going to throw in your face. Because we're, I mean, okay, we're kind of getting this like magical re- vibe today, right? <laughs> I'm just glad that like this is, I think, the only the second time that I was not the one that crossed lines. <laughs> <laughs> was it my fault this time? So we know he has the ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Also, we just I like the ha- energy. Let him have the willpower. Uh, nope. Never mind. There was no follow up to that. <laughs> the lights are on and nobody's home today, boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let's shut the door. Don't let, fucking, don't let the heat out, right? Uh, but I mean, I'm getting a real like magicy vibe. Oh yeah. So that kind of leads us to our topic oh, today, oh, and that is oh, it's magic. Where does magic come from, or what is magic? How does it exist? What are the things magic do? Oh, it's just, uh, it's just unknown science do. Oh, that we call magic because we don't know enough yet. I, I thought it was just pretend. I thought like, people are just I, I know, like, I know what you're referencing. Just yelling lightning bolt and yelling like, Josh, insidious laughter. And then they're just pretending like a visual effect. So they're like, on. they're like Pokemon attacks. You have to scream the name. Yeah, you don't you don't scream your name when you cast spells. Generally, not no. When you cast uh, the spell Wisdom Save. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize it until I went through my spell list. Then I went, that one's a Wisdom Save. That one's a Wisdom Save. That one's a Wisdom. Fuck, they're all Wisdom Saves. Yes, and your bard was not very uh, good at attacking the goblins with your Wisdom Save based spells. <laughs> that bullshit all to do with me. They are Wisdom based goblins. The Each only, one of them's a cleric. Only time I ever rolled well there. In that session bullshit i'm salty about it so in in my game chris is playing a bard and the only time we had this encounter with goblins and the old every single round i was rolling ones and twos and threes pretty much every single time and except for my fucking wisdom saves me down for to wisdom four saves. hit points <laughs> yeah and when you almost killed ben almost yeah killed no me. i did crit on you yeah. yeah first roll of the game for the game <laughs> yes. there and it's a crit on me hmm. that's okay i will outsmart all of your enemies maybe i don't know no proof of that but yeah. anyway about magic yeah, where does it come from? Where does all the juices? Like, how do you go about casting where a spell? where does it come from? Where does it go? Where does it come from, Magic Guy Joe? Nice. <laughs> Thank you. Like the song, you guys, did you get it? Magic Guy Joe is going to show up in my next campaign. I dig it. He's going to kill you. He's the next BBEG. Okay, cool. I think he already um, has, Turk. Uh, but yeah, so there's a couple, like, um, like if you're running, in, I guess it depends on what game you're running, right? Yeah. What version or what style of D&D are you running? Are you running a homebrew game? Are you running a pre-written campaign? Are you running are one you... of those no-fun settings where you think magic is something that needs to be rare? Because if you are, you suck, you're the worst, and yeah, I hate that's you. That's the whole fun. That's like a, half the game is enjoying magic. Yeah. Don't yeah, run right. a low-magic campaign. Oh, like Avoid the extremely high-level like ones, because you can just overpower your party with that. Yeah. Find the balance, though. Don't run like a excessively low-level, especially if you're going to have people that want to play casters. But... Uh, like so, depending on the style of the game that you're going to be running, uh, like the Forgotten Realm setting has what they call the weave. And 
that's where the magic comes from. It's like this ever-flowing like pool or river of magic that kind of interconnects everything together in its own little special waves. And as a spellcaster, you're able to pull that magical energy from this ether, because magic kind of absorbs and touches everything, yeah. uh, and manipulate those that weave however you want and produce certain effects. I do have a question. I mean, um, <laughs> I know you do. Uh, so before, let's back up a second. You said don't run uh, low-level magic campaigns. No, low magic. Low magic. Low magic. Like, uh, so, so what do you mean when you say that? Okay, so uh, when you're running a campaign, and let's say it's based in like mainly three areas, or yeah, whatever, right. whatever, relatively small geographically, and in those areas, magic is either forbidden or very hard to come by, or yeah. the players can't play magic using classes. Like, yeah. Yes. That look on your face I, right now, that is the feeling that exists in my soul. Every time I see somebody post on Reddit about, like, why are my players mad that I'm telling them they can't use magic? Because I, you're being a fucking tool. can't use fucking magic. <laughs> I have... Dude, I've never... This is... Okay, it's a real this thing. This is the yeah. first I'm hearing of this. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Some people really hate fun that much. Holy shit. That's terrible. Yeah. Like, hey, let's play pretend but we're but gonna with all these restrictions yes Ugh. The, and, Jesus. and some of them think that like <laughs> why not just play fucking instead of dungeons and dragons like desks and chairs while you're in <laughs> it's like an office setting checkers. and you gotta <laughs> you gotta yeah. play fucking fucking please the boss <laughs> every day and work late but uh <laughs> And like some uh, some DMs will say that like as a weird caveat, it's just like no arcane magic. That they'll be like, oh, but you could still be like a cleric or a paladin because that magic is different. And like, quite frankly, no. Mm-hmm. But that does bring up the interesting, you know, kind of thought of like, what if any to you conceptually? Like, are there differences between the origins of divine magic and arcane magic? Like. So when a sorcerer manipulates the weave to throw that fireball and the cler- and the light cleric is just like my god says burn and throws the exact same fireball like are we are we saying that the the magic of the divine classes is strictly divine or is it just deities giving them the same ability to manipulate the weave Oh I see it, what you're saying Yeah it used to be it used to be divided into two because we are playing fifth edition right now, and it used to be divided into d- uh, divine magics and arcane magics. And yeah, there used to be like different plays on how they used to use those. I think there were like specific feats that have to deal with them, or specific types of spells you have access to, things like th- of that nature. I think they've gotten rid of pretty much the arcane and the divine types of magic. I guess Mostly, as, you would, you would, as far you would as like that. a division of right function, uh, and yeah. it's just an overall sense of this is magic, and every yeah. class gets it in a different way, and that's how they're literally portraying every class. It. Every class mm-hmm. gets magic in a different way, um, which I prefer. That like I don't think um, having uh, a divine magic from these gods, and then a separate source for like wizards <laughs> and things like that. Uh, I'm not. I'd rather just keep it all coming from one area. Yeah. Um, so for me, just to kind of be on the opposite side, uh, I I agree with that to a point. Um, I also want to give players the like full ability. So the coolest thing with magic, in my opinion, is how much flavor you can put into it mm-hmm. because oh, it's yeah. it's like this. 
your character is, you know, using this source of power that does not exist anywhere. So no one really knows exactly how that would work for a fact because it does not work for a fact. It's just this pretend thing. So when you think about it, like every single person, I bet if I described how a made-up character in my mind would cast fireball and i bet it would be different between all three of us and i want to allow for that kind of creativity you know what so if a player like wants to be like use it as a divine sense like their god has given them the ability to you know cast this fireball compared to a wizard who you know looks through their book and moves their hands in the right way to form this fireball manipulating their surrounding you know what i mean yeah yeah i got you but uh, I kind of like that as a little thought experiment. Actually, let's let's do that. Let's <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's let's flavor a fireball spell. Flavor a fireball individually. Okay. Like uh, I, so, I want to hear everybody everybody's take. All right. So uh, are we assuming we're a wizard? Right? Uh, fireball. Yeah. Sure. I'm a wizard. I'm a wizard. Right, I'll Harry. be I'll be different. Uh, so I'll, my uh, yeah. Go for it. So yeah. I think my fireball. So fireball has uh, somatic components, which means you have to move. You have to have one arm free, so you can yep. make the gestures and the movements. Right to do the fireball. So when I picture like my wizard casting fireball, I picture him moving around like both of his hands in like this kind of like wavy motion. You ever see ribbon dancers? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, with the ribbons. I would do it like that, and the ribbon would just start to be this small sparks and trails of fire that would come across, but nice. they would be bright greens and blues. Ooh. And then my fireball would be flavored in those same colors. It would be this swirling mix of greens and blues that trailed off behind the fireball in like these like nice sparkling sparks, like a you sparkle, you like light a sparkler, yeah. and you hear like the. That sounds like a fairy fire fireball. I like it. Yeah, it's pretty. No, yeah, no, I would have very pretty badass. fireballs. Jesse, what do you got? Come on, you're gonna make me follow that? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I'm gonna go with the divine way because uh, in my head I, I can flavor it a little differently. Is um, so there's this dwarf that's wearing uh, um, full plate armor, and in his uh, on his right shoulder he has this sigil of his deity, and as he's moving his left arm around, he's also clasping on to this uh, sigil in his arm and he starts praying to his god as his hand starts to trail in this bright yellow lights almost like a sparkler when you try to write with it mm-hmm. and that like that kind of same kind of white yellowish color that it has and then he, when he finally releases it it's just something that encircles encompasses his body and comes out and travels out of his hand right to the spot that he wants to light up and it just flames out in that same color that's fucking sick. Ah, so when it explodes, it goes. Oh, no, nice and come on, don't ruin it. It goes. Oh, um, there's only six seconds in a round. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're already way over. <laughs> oh, whoops, my bad. So uh, <laughs> it's. Re- <laughs> it's re- <laughs> I I personally have a. It just continues. <laughs> I'll get to talk eventually. Sorry, my man. (laughs) (laughs) Three rounds later, it's still humming. Uh, I have a personal fondness for bards, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that uh, because of what bards are, you can flavor uh, their spells like super intricately and cool. And some of my favorites are like, you know, they go into that whole thing of like the instrument is your casting focus. And I prefer to think of it more as like some of it or some 
people describe it as it uh, being like the instrument is just the uh, like it kind of functions the same way like as an arcane focus. Yeah. Okay. But I see it as more of a without said focus quote unquote they couldn't do it like because to me uh, my example for the bard with a fireball is like you've got this half elfin bard who has a violin and the spell fireball is not a spell it's a song it's a series of notes that have to be played accordingly exactly the right way and so the violin starts slowly building up and as it builds the flame begins to kind of coax and spin around the bow of the violin and as it ends with the final you know glissando the bow comes out she points it straight and the fireball erupts from the bow nice right no it's no i no i definitely i think that is i think that's the coolest Note to three self. of them i think that's pretty add, dope no, add that's... violin to accentuate point yes yes how about a how about a druid let's do this one together because i okay so this is what i want to do i want to do one of you do the beginning I want to do the end, so I guess you both or another one of you do the middle. I have the a uh, great way to end this spell. Why do I feel like it's farts? It's not gonna. It's, what, what's the spell? I haven't done one. What's butt the spell? Joke. Huh? What's the spell? What's the spell? Yeah. Um, whoever starts uh, is the one that decides that. What do you hell do you do? Oh, so it's independent. So his idea is independent of whatever the spell is. Right. Yes. So you want me to pick a spell myself? Yes. Yeah. All right, you start. Pick a spell myself and flavor it? Like flavor a druid? Like, yeah, we're going to pick a druid spell. The way a druid would start forming this and manipulating, like, the the kind of like this forest. So we're doing, like, a round robin. You're going to start the way they would. I'm going to get to the middle, and then he's going to get the end. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I did not explain that well, did I? No. (laughs) Dude, I'm I'm still only 50% sure of what I'm supposed to do, but I'm going to give it a shot. (laughs) That seems you are that seems druid? like a constant for I'm you. I'm a druid, and you are about to cast a spell. I'm about to cast a spell. Whatever spell that you is in your mind's eye. Do I tell you the spell? Um, well, yeah, Don't uh, worry, we can close this gap. We would. <laughs> yes, yeah. we would have to know the spell. Okay. <laughs> the spell is Stinging Swarm. Stinging Swarm. So good. All right. Uh, swarm of Insects. Yeah. Right, swarm of swarm Insects. Swarm of Insects, yes. All right, swarm of or Insects. Plague of Insects or whatever the hell That's it's called. The, the fifth one. level spell. It's yeah. the one where a bunch of insects plague people. Yeah, and they just sit in an area and bite you. Yes. So, this gnomish druid reaches into his component pouch and pulls out a dry, crusty, white piece of honeycomb with one dead bee at the center. And he uses it for his focus. He begins to pull the tiny little bee out of the honeycomb, examine it, and then quickly just shoot his arm out forward and point the bee at the enemy in which he wishes to cast the spell. Uh, And he points the bee, and from both the bee and the honeycomb, like, together, I imagine he's like, bee out, honeycomb kind of back underarm. Like, there's this weird, uh, like, glowing uh, link of druidic magic that comes uh, from the honeycomb to the bee. And as this arcane energy grows within this druid, and he aims it at the beast that he's trying to attack, and it starts getting stronger and swarming around his hand. And as it grows, so does his body. And as the arcane flies out of his hand, he also grows into a bear and drops to his feet and roars as the swarm comes out of the 
his mouth and into Steven. <laughs> hey guys, stop! And then oh, to sorry. Stevens. No, Stevens that's really that pissed. <laughs> yeah, that's Henry Winkler. Also, that's horrifying. Bees out of the mouth of a bear. I hate it. Thank you. So that's an action and a bonus action. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's your wild chip. Yes. Yep. That's what. That's... If you don't have your bonus action, you can also take that honeycomb, like do that whole thing, and then have several other insects fly out of all the small cubbies. That's what I. That's what I was well. originally about yeah. to do, and then I nice. was like, wait, no, this is a. This is a team effort. Yes. <laughs> no, that's very but good. A, too. But a massive, large brown bear spewing out bees out of is not. Uh, oh, sorry, uh, wasps, insects, <laughs> yes. beetles, stink bugs. Like what? It's Mosquitoes. All, it's all bad. It's all, it's all bad, and I hate no, it. None of it's good. I don't <laughs> like that. Nope. None of it's good. Uh, but like, that's that's kind of like the the flavor that I want to allow for you know people at the table to have, where you know typically like. So with a druid, if you uh, um, animal shift, what uh, wild shape? Thank you. Hold on. (laughs) As a druid, if you were to uh, wild shape, right, you're not supposed to cast magic. But the way I look at it is if you're going to wild shape the same turn and you want to flavor that to show this like amazing spell that you're casting while you you're shifting into a, an animal oof that just sounds that's that rule of cool thing yeah. that's just that just sounds way so too I, good i think to... i think the most uh, important lesson that we've taken away from this is that it doesn't really matter where the magic comes from just flavor it awesome and everything works right right that's that's one of the one of the best things about D&D is how how much you can just tap into that uh, imagination side of your head and in your brain just to, you know, be as creative as possible. And that's one of the one of the coolest things about magic is it really does open the floodgates for that. I had created I had created a, uh, a homebrew world where and I didn't make it uh, extraordinarily big. But I created a whole planet and a whole plane that is within the D&D multiverse. Nice. Uh, and I had to figure out a way on how to get magic in there, like how magic exists. So the like the basic history and how magic came to be is this place, just picture like a Earth-sized meteor that is very spherical in nature, mm-hmm. just floating in this sea of blackness that is the universe, right? No light, no sun, no moon, nothing. Yep. And there's all these various craters on it, but you can't see anything. It's featureless because it is in pure blackness right so you can't see it right and then the world comes to life because passing by is this magic moon that passes by and it brings into its orbit this small plane of existence and since the moon does have some bit of magic in it and it has a light source that light cascaded down on this rock and with all the peaks and the valleys created shadows because the light only cascades on certain parts. And in these shadows, these magically-based shadows, is where shadow creatures were born and came from, and it was the first creatures on the world. Uh, eventually, one of the shadow creatures, because uh, I had them written into where they had to eat each other to survive because they were the only things. There was no counteract to the moon, so shadows were only on one spot in one land. Right. So as they were devouring each other, the strongest of the 
of the shadows survived and I nature based it all. So every one of these shadows had a different animal, right? And one of them was a bear and the bear grew to be the biggest, the largest, so large to where it actually struck out at the moon and severed it in twine because it was jealous of the moon's light and capabilities. When it severed it in two, a large explosion happened and then it also formed the sun. So half of the moon is the sun. So they kind of go in rotation, and then the magic kind of slowly grew from there. Not that there was light, other living things could grow on the land. And that's how magic kind of like introduced itself into the world, is just this emanating energy from this magical moon that passed by. So uh, I've actually uh, gotten the privilege to read that. because you he so Ben usually creates like this private Facebook group where he'll like throw stuff up like like beginner information that you can right. reference throughout the game yeah and uh when we you know first kind of became friends and he asked if I wanted to be in one of his games he sent me this information the coolest thing that and you actually left it out I won't say the coolest but one of the coolest things that you put into this was when that bear struck out at the moon it ended up perishing from that explosion. Yes, the bear. And, uh, sorry, yeah, no, go, go ahead. Go, yeah, okay, go, uh, tell it. Um, so it, the bear perished in that explosion, and the only form of land that was left on this uh, spherical rock that it came from was in this giant paw print from the bear that was left behind when it reached up and struck the moon so the oceans came onto the onto yeah. the world and it was what had rained down the small bits of moon and now sun that rained down and filled up all of the gaps became the oceans and it left this one large section of land this one large continent that was in the shape of a bear paw that's fucking sick dude, dude it was so it's such it's such a cool read like also i don't i i, I don't know if you want to do this ben but if you would like to maybe possibly throw that up there so someone can mm. see kind of your flavor no. you don't have to okay <laughs> i understand yeah uh also like just personally uh real quick aside i like that way better than the weave just as as a concept oh, thanks yeah that's way fucking cooler. Yeah. And it was it oh, was relatively so cool. easy. It was relatively easy to like I didn't overcomplicate it like, yeah, too no. much. There was a small short like I just essentially told a short story on how magic was. But no, I appreciate that. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, I had a lot of fun creating and the reason why I don't want to post it up there is cuz I may want to use that yep. uh, again in the future and I would want it to be kind of like a, a new, new thing. <laughs> like, and I might change it and flavor it depending on who's in the game. I I did conclude that session. Uh, or that that campaign, it went okay. It went pretty well. I learned there's a lot into world building since it was my first time building my <laughs> own little world. So much you got to account for. It's rough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's just like one way you can. And if you are, you know, trying to build your own world, come up with how magic works by yourself. Put yeah. A little flavor yeah. on it, even if it's a pre-written. You don't need to use the weave in Forgotten Realms. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, what's that other one? The Dragon Tail or the Dragon uh, Tooth uh, way of magic? It's a it's an old thing. I don't, yeah, I'd say that one. Is. That one's a little lost on I me. I don't remember it in fully. It was it was yeah. a while ago. Um, and 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 now welcome to the segment where we pull questions about Dungeons and Dragons from the internet. And you listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. you, you dead, bro? <laughs> that hurt your throat a little, didn't it? So you Dude, know, your eyes are watering. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think they're good. Okay, cool. I think uh, uh, so. You know when you uh, when you try to like sing a song in a high pitched voice and then your throat just is like I'm dry, <laughs> and you just like it closes up on you in an instant, and you just like oh okay, well this is what my body says I'm not supposed to do right now. Yeah. Uh, no, I've never I've never heard of that. Why do you bring that up right now though? Uh, because that is what just happened. And you know what? Ah, gotcha, you gotcha, know what? Gotcha. I'm not gonna do it anymore unless people start sending in some questions for us. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we go for our planning and editing day, we gotta go along and find all these questions and hopefully they're entertaining for you. If they're not if this is a segment where you really kind of just tune out, send us your own stuff. Yeah. Like, talk to us. We want to talk to you back. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, valid. But yeah, we're going to take some of these questions that we uh, found and thought were relatively interesting and try to see if we can't spin them for you. Uh, so our first question is, so I'm a dinosaur buff running a D&D campaign set in an area chock full of dinosaurs. Unfortunately, the game only has nine dinosaurs by mm-hmm. default. So I've been creating a bunch of bonus dinosaurs to fill this world. I was hoping you guys could make a few suggestions of neat dinosaurs I'm, I might be super, might not be super familiar with. I'm looking for dinosaurs or other prehistoric creatures that maybe would have you know different mechanics or would make them interesting additions to the world. All right. He wants some dinos. Right. I do not know many, like... Yeah, I don't know jack shit about dinosaurs. However, I can pull my uh, Jurassic Park (laughs) (laughs) chirpies. I mean, chirpies are a must. What the fuck is a chirpy? So have you... I mean, you've obviously seen Jurassic Park in at least one in three. Not in a very long time. <laughs> Why wouldn't I see two? Ah, two is, yeah, that was yes, I've seen bad. all of the Jurassic Parks because dinosaurs yes. are cool. Actually, yes. I didn't see the last one. The latest I one, still but. don't get me wrong. I still like Jurassic Park too, but that was definitely a flounder in the series comparatively. All right, so remind me, what the what, fuck yes. is a chirpy? What's a cheeker? Chir- chirpy. So chirpy are were the tiny little dinosaurs about a foot high that ran in huge packs. Oh, yeah, yeah. those little fucking kickable things. Right, where when it was one-on-one, <laughs> they didn't stand a chance. However, they came in hordes, and they just overran anybody yep. that they got, a, like, went up against. Now, so, okay, so I'm picturing I'm picturing two things. What do you got? Go. Oh, I just had a fucking great brain idea. You take the... <laughs> as opposed to another idea from a different location. Sweet. Now, now say it with your face hole. <laughs> no, but you take like the swarm mechanic, like the like swarm of insects, but dinosaurs. Uh, you make a wonderful scale a bear that has no fur, just scales, that has a breath weapon, that is all of those things in a swarm. Huh. That is your dinosaur. That's <laughs> awful. No. Dude, that is so good. I mean, awful, like, terrifying, not yeah, bad. No, it is disturbing. Yeah, but no, like, actual, like, swarm. Use the swarm for chirpies, so they have, you know, they get easier to kill the less of them are, there are, but as, you know, when it starts, there's just so fucking many. Oh, oh that's mm-hmm. awful. I want to write that down. That's they a really fucking good idea. Really always fucking hit. good. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I also, believe you're right you in the campaign for Mastika. That could, Mastika. 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 I feel like that's something that might pop Swarm up. Or my dinosaurs. Uh... I see. You know, I don't know how much of the dino route I'm going. I'm definitely going like the lizard, tropical creature route, things yeah. along that nature. I know lizard folk are going to be in it. I don't think I'm going to put the Yanti in it. I'm kind of over no. them for now. The flavors. Yeah. I'm very done with them. Um, I could put the bear in there. 
Man, I should reach out to this guy who yeah. posted this in 2009. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, we're a little late, aren't and we? And see what dinosaurs he came up with to throw in his game. Yeah. Well, I mean, we could. Uh, you could easily just kind of like Google dinosaurs and be like, ah, oh, that one's pretty cool. That's kind of neat. But I'm trying to think of also like what what dinosaurs can you put in that aren't necessarily like combative, 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 upright like, crocodiles. Yeah. Yeah. Combative. Upright crocodiles. So a T-Rex. Uh, Leo, no, they, no, they walk on their hind legs. <laughs> I don't actually shapes, know if there's shoes. a uh, if there's a stat block, but like the Leopleurodon. Wait, is that the thing I that looks? No, I don't know. Dinosaurs. Is that the thing that looks like that Pokemon? Yes, yes. I don't. Looks like Lapras. Yep, that oh, is man. the only reason I made that connection. It's like a like a turtle with a brontosaurus neck with fins. For it's legs. got the fins. Yes. Fins. Yeah. yeah, you know what we're yep. talking about now. Yes, yeah. I do. Yeah. That is the Leo. only. That is the Leopopodon. only. Aren't those actually in? I don't know. I don't know what any of the dinosaur stat blocks are. I believe they're in. Uh, they fifth might be edition. one of the nine dinosaurs. Right. That's All in the I know. Dandy, step your fucking game up. Get some more dinosaurs right. in this goddamn Get us game. an entire also, dinosaur supplement that isn't chult, no, please. No, thank you. I oh. mean, please. Also, um, you flavor them however you want. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's there's so much like lore around dinosaurs and how they are and stuff. Like, for instance, like the T Rex. I love that it's actually, lore and not history. <laughs> Well, by by lore, I mean like it's it's uh, a lot of speculation that isn't yet proven. Like yeah. one of the like growing up, uh, the T Rex was the big bad of the fucking yeah, jungle. and then that changed you like don't six fuck times with that. Yeah, they can run like thirty miles an hour and they chase things down and they're a predator. No, now they're considered a scavenger that would just walk around and they're fucking big and dumb and strong as fuck. And when a quick creative dinosaur would take down something it just come out of the woods and be like nope that's mine <laughs> squeeze oh uh, so i also and you don't even necessarily if you're going for this kind of like prehistoric thing you also don't have to go with just like uh with just dinosaurs oh yeah so um i had two thoughts kind of just pop in my head one of them uh I, so i ran this game uh, it was a smaller game uh, it was only about 12 sessions long, uh, but it was on a series of islands, and there is uh, one of the creatures, and I think it's in Volos or Mordenkainen's, I'm not sure off the top of my head, but it is like this multicolored snail. It is a large-sized snail, and it has this big-ass shell on its back, and the shell starts turning rainbow colors and starts to mess with your fucking mind. Ooh, I like that. It is that. a trippy, big-ass snail. Super kind of... I think I think it was pretty dangerous, too. Like, relatively for the level. It was probably a CR 2 or 3. For the level, it was relatively pretty dangerous. That's cool. But also, like, try to take different things from, me, from like, the environments. Um, one of the things that I'm going... One of the creatures that I want to kind of use in my Mastika game is a specific type of turtle, except the shell is made from sea glass, and it's varying different shades of sea glass. And Ooh. underneath it, you can see, like, its organs on its back and, like, its Gross. skin and everything. Like, yeah, you can see into this thing. That's fucking sick. Yeah, no, that's weird. Like, in a cool you way. You yeah. You don't like mine. No, no, no. I, I, don't like no, it. I'm, I'm sorry. Not, no, I'm not no, going to no. use it. No, no I fucking it. hate it. No, I don't. I meant it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, on to the next question, Jesse. Cool. On to the next question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Next, <laughs> next question. Way to and, fuck it up. And yeah. give them feathers for the hell of it. Yeah. I guess my I guess in, uh, I can't keep all the good, I can't keep all the good thoughts in my head because my hair's thinning apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Yeah, I mean, if you just shaved it so that it would hide that. All right, all right, all right, all right. So I was invited by my group of friends to play some Dungeons and Dragons with them. They said after uh, our one friend moved to another state, they need someone that is, you know, a little weird. They need a wild card, is what they said to this dude. So he said, hey, I'm going to play. It's cool. So he has questions. Lots of them. Okay. We have answers. How many characters does each person usually have? So that's a that's a weighted question. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's oh, it's so dumb. Three, duh. Three characters per person. Per yeah. yeah. How many characters does each person usually have? Uh, Chris, how many per how many characters? How many characters do they have? Okay, are we talking about? So it's one campaign. You're one person. How many characters do you have? Three. Three. What the fuck? How many characters Three. do you guys have in my game? Three. Oh, I see. That's why I was going to ask. Are we talking ah. conceptually or on actual paper? Oh, I'm assuming actual paper. So he's brand new. So gotcha. this is a very probably literal per. He's looking oh, for literal then yeah, answers. One. One. Yeah. Three. You have one. No. <laughs> it's one. Three if you it's, include the two backups because yeah, you can't decide on what two, backup you're going right. to want to play. Exactly. Yeah. One yep. It's yes. one and two backups. <laughs> okay, so that is fair. One and two backups. Bring three characters to the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Also, you want to hear something? Okay, a little sidetracking. I'm sorry for this, but um, Chris and I talked about it a little, and we have a surprise that I'm gonna look over at Chris and see if uh, I'm, I can judge his face to see if I can tell you. We have a surprise about our characters for your next game. You're gonna run. Oh yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. No. Uh, we're gonna be brothers. We're, we're, we're stealing your thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you it's, just did it, but no, you just good. it seemed so cool, and I'm like, you know what? I've never done it. I really want to fucking try it. No, it's it. Uh, I think you guys have a lot of fun with it. I think. Um, I think the other character in your game and myself playing siblings, I think we're enjoying that so far. So uh, yes, it's it's, it's fun. <laughs> the yeah. back and forth between you two is so goddamn natural. It's insane. <laughs> uh, it's like we are talking out of character to each other. It's too good. Let's so, help this guy. Yeah, what, a what other help does uh, this guy when, need? When people yeah. buy mini figures, so I guess he's talking about figures for a map. Oh, um, yeah. Are they usually pre-made or custom? Eh, that one's kind of easy. That you got to make. No. Okay, so well, uh, here's the thing is um, uh, use what you can. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, the you can get them custom from... Uh, Hero Forge is Hero a great Forge. resource for that. They just Absolutely. recently came out uh, with the ability to color them. This is not sponsored, but I wish it was Hero no, Forge. Right. Hero Forge. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hit us up. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, they're, I mean, the customization in the characters themselves are amazing. And they're a lot of fun, and you get yeah. into it. Like, they're you like really do. 30, 40 bucks. Yeah. Or you can, I mean, you can go and buy like a set of like 30 on. Pop down to your local game store, right. buy one of the mystery boxes, use the dude that looks closest to your guy. Right. It's <laughs> right. what or everybody does. If you don't have any money, honestly, dude, just use a die. I yeah. Just dice on the that. table. Right, yeah. you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Grab a salt shaker. <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> That's a little bit. you need. Am I expected to paint them if they're not painted? I mean, yeah. expected yeah. to paint your no. paint your minis. Like you're not expected to, though. It's yeah, it, no, have not, some fun. Not socially expected. Like, like I, nobody's gonna shit on you if your minis not painted. Here's the thing: is I feel like he's at like if you have to ask that question, then you don't really want to paint it. Yeah, well, <laughs> and, and I think I think <laughs> coming. So I mean, like, nah, it's just a nude colored from top yeah, just, to bottom. Just think about it. Uh, thinking about it from the perspective <laughs> of a new player, like he's definitely talking about like socially. 
Like, is it right. is it expected that he paints Time it? Out. No. Time out. Now all I can picture is him putting a character that is unpainted, and he's like, "Oh no, what do you? No, I would. I made him like that. His it's flesh colored. Like his clothes are fr- flesh colored. That's the color of his flesh, and his hair is the same color as his flesh, and his clothes are flesh colored." <laughs> Gross. What, does this dude need more help? Is there anything I need before I play? Dice. Dude, you got it. You got it. Don't even bring dice. Yeah. Screw it. Bring three characters, two of them backups so you can't decide over. Paint your goddamn minis flesh colored, and that's all you need. No, You're uh, ready for D&D. And you can cut up yeah, little, little squares of paper and write one through 20 on them, and then... Just pull them out of a hat. Pull let's, them out of a hat, whatever you need. Right. If you need uh, D4, throw only one through four in there, mix them around grab one let's talk about how fun it is to buy dice for a quick second oh my god yeah uh so yes buy dice (laughs) with this question buy dice bring dice yes but you're going to want to buy your dice your very first dice and you are going to fucking love them don't let anyone touch them you will curse them there are some socially acceptable situations in which they can Handle your dice, but don't let them roll them. Yeah, you nope. can't roll anyone nope. else's dice. It's rude. We are far and away fresh out of time. All right, Chris says it's time to go. Uh, so if you have made it this far, thank you again very much for listening. Please uh, like, share, subscribe. Uh, check out, check us out on Twitter at OTS Block, Facebook at Outside the Stat Block. If you have a question, please send us questions or stories. Anything you got to Outside the Stat Block at gmail.com. I am Ben. Thanks again. Yeah, uh, thanks for all of your continued support. Uh, he, he pretty much summed that spiel up. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, shoot us a review on Apple Podcasts if that's where you happen to be listening to us. Uh, five stars, really helps us out. Be super cool. I've been Chris. Yeah, and uh, subscribe! <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Okay, uh, that made me... <laughs> I got a little light-headed. Okay, um, but yeah, no... Uh, uh, Please send us, um, you know, uh, questions and and stories. I really like the idea of stories. And yeah, you mentioned that. That's, that's oh, fucking we'll, sick. Yeah, we'll we'll read them. So in, I know I have a normal sign off. So I'm gonna change that up on that note, and I'm gonna say I am Jesse. Thank you for listening. Now, uh, please play pretend with us. And send in your stories. Oh, hey, look, he changed it up. Play with us. <laughs> Play with us. Play with us. Yeah. Yeah.